folks, and welcome to the Bend Outdoors show. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. As always, we love hearing from all of you. Comments, stories, and ideas. Get a hold of us anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or drop an email to bendradioshow at gmail.com. My producer, sound engineer, and fill-in host, as always, is here, Jeff Tigger Earhart. I have a quick question for you. Let's hear it. Is hot coffee, does it have the same amount of caffeine as warm coffee or cool coffee? <laughs> I know you know I the answer seeing, to this. I was just seeing if I could trip you up on it. I think he's saying this is because him and I, have, I'm going to be honest, we're always honest about how we are. We have gotten into, we are workout people the way it is, but we're upping our game, we'll put it this way. And I noticed today on the type of protein our shake. Our new training is starting is what yes, she's saying. We're he training. was running around because I mean like Tigger isn't already running around. I looked at, happened to look at the protein <laughs> shake box or container and it said another, what is it, a whole other dose of caffeine was in that shake mix on top of. sweating. The coffee that he's already, he's mixing the protein shake into his coffee. So if you can about imagine him running around the studio. Well, you've had, you've had that stuff before and mixed in water. Sometimes it just, it's not so good. So I, I like to put it in my coffee. <laughs> well, it is one way, so, I guess, to uh, give up creamer and add a little bit more protein to your so diet. So we're just about done with this show. I mean, we've got about another 40 <laughs> seconds and I'm done. By the way, before we get to the next topic, I want to give you a kudos on the interview you did last week with Missy Bonds from the Isn't Bonds the Cattle coolest? Ranch. She's so cool. Oh my gosh. For anybody that missed that episode, please head to thebendshow.com. It's worth listening because she touches on what it is to get off of the ranch, get off the outfit, get out of the office, get away from the normal day. And, and just you've take had up a lot a new of hobby. comments on that, haven't you, when you posted? Because we share everything, obviously, on social media. Um, yeah, social media. And there was a lot of people I noticed that commented that said, you know, hey, we're doing that. Or, or you know, they have been trying. I found this in some of my other groups that I'm in with social media that, you know, whether it's wives trying to get their husbands on board and saying, hey, you know, get out of the tractor. Come on. We got to get off the place and go and do something fun to recharge our batteries. I heard a lot of chatter from a lot of different people, which I appreciate all of you that did reach out. But just some food for thought. Those of you as we're getting, you know, spring fever, it's warming up, things like that. Get out and recharge those batteries. With the warmer temps fast approaching, many of us, whether you're going on spring break or planning your first vacations or adventures of the year, we have some tips and tricks for you to make sure you are ready to go. Some of these came about due to the recent news that many mask mandates are changing, and some of these are changing daily. Oh, was that out loud? (laughs) Did I make that public? Well, due to these mask mandates changing or being lifted in certain areas, you're going to definitely want to check out where you're going to find out what those rules and regulations are. That's a good point because everything is, it's still kind of, I don't want to say up in the air, but things are changing. Yes. Some places are opening up. And most of it's state by state. So that's another reason why to be up on where you're going. Uh, The other thing is, is they are predicting because of these mask um, what do you call it? Mask updates and mandates changing. Lifting of the mask. L- there you go. Lifting that they are predicting higher than normal traffic, vacationers. Everybody's ready to get out and about. We'll put it that way. We're tired of being home. And I think a lot of people are not used to traveling like they, they were, us included. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've gone very few places. I mean, for various reasons, but we've gone very few places in the last 
couple years. So I think uh, patience is a big one because a huge one. if you traveled with Hank, your nephew, right, a couple years ago? Uh, yes, during the middle of the pandemic, I took him to Colorado. And you had called me from the airport in Denver, and I remember you said, you wouldn't believe this, but it is like a ghost town I in here. I have never seen that airport with such little traffic in it. It was crazy. And now, I think, like you say, everybody's fixing to get out and get his, getting antsy in the pantsy. And- everybody's going to, I think, just be anxious, and so I, I, I want to encourage people to be patient. Right. Yes, please, please be patient. And, you know, these are some things to think about as you're planning your trips to, if you can at all, plan for a midweek trip instead of a weekend trip. Because many of, well, many of these resorts are already saying, you know, like you said, with patience is that they have a hard time finding people to work. And so they're saying to alleviate some of the crowds and the understanding of when you go to a business. Remember these these resorts; these are they're small businesses, just like all of us, and they're having a hard time finding a workforce too. So they're even suggesting let's spread this out, everybody, and not everybody has to come sense. on the weekend. So let's try to go during the week if you can, at all possible. Another thing can is- we do both? <laughs> I'm just saying. Of course we can. I'm always on board for that. The other idea is if you are traveling to, say, you know, some busier areas when you get there, if you can kind of avoid driving. And when we're talking about that is if you are still trying to hit some of maybe the ski resorts or something like that in Colorado or Aspen, you know, do these different areas to take advantage of the free public transportation, use the Ubers, use the the local transportation as much as possible just to alleviate some of those bottlenecks and headaches on the interstates, highways, toll roads, toll roads, sorry, where everyone is trying to get to the same places. And so we all get there in a great mood and excited and ready to be outside. Uh, the other idea is to verify because of the pandemic with your travel insurance and credit cards. Um, just to make sure how they're going to cover you just in case something happens while you're out and about. We don't know. It's been a couple of years since we've really gotten to hit the road. So it doesn't hurt to double check and make sure you are covered coming in and going. Sit back and enjoy the news. Here are a few news stories that caught my eye. First, we head across the ocean to Norway. Archaeologists have found 40 ancient reindeer hunting blinds, including old arrows. The find is believed to be dated back to 800 BC and is part of a massive relic collection finding as a result of glacier ice fields receding. These hunting blinds are half circle, knee high rock walls. The theory is that hunters hid behind the walls as reindeer approached. The blinds were positioned so hunters looking at icy patches could not be seen by the reindeer. Heading back closer to home, South Dakota. A South Dakota boy set a bow fishing youth world record with his first ever salmon, a 10-pound, 7-ounce, 29-and-a-half-inch Chinook salmon taken on the Missouri River 15 miles north of Pierre, South Dakota. The 10-year-old, last fall, Bentley Drew, shot the fish, reeled it in, and got the fish up on the shore all on his own. It is important to note in most states, bow fishing for game fish is prohibited, But according to the South Dakota State's Fishing Handbook, bow fishing is allowed in certain water bodies and seasons in that state. Also, the World Chinook in the adult category has also come out of South Dakota. Kyle Manning, another pure South Dakota angler, he holds the adult bow fishing Chinook salmon world record with a 17-pound, 44-ounce Lake Oahe Chinook. I know where Tigger and I are going to be heading. 
now heading west to Hawaii, where a huge great white shark snatched a 100-pound tuna from a Hawaii fisherman's line and dragged it deep underwater. Nick Morris had the yellowfin tuna on his fishing line, reeling the tuna in when a great white shark appeared by the side of his boat. The shark snatched the tuna from Morris's fishing line in a matter of seconds, dragging it 30 to 40 feet underwater until the line broke. Talk about excitement there when your trophy fish becomes just a bait fish for another. Also important to note, great white sharks are usually found in South Africa, Australia, the North Atlantic, and Northeast Pacific. They are rarely seen in Hawaii. You know, this really feels like a story right out of the movie Jaws. Lastly, mark your calendars, youth wildlife artists. Attention, upcoming deadline for you youth artists. March 15th is the deadline for the 2022 Junior Duck Stamp National Contest held by the United States Postal Service. The winner of the Junior Duck Stamp National Contest will be made into a U.S. postage stamp. For details, head to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service website, which is fws.gov. After the break, we share tips on how to turn your trophy into a piece of art. Stay where you are. Last year, we got to meet Rob, Todd, and Jason, the crew from Wobbolo Creek Outfitters, and hear about their hunts. What can we expect on a hunt with Wobbolo Creek Outfitters? We're a family-style hunt, and most of our hunters have come back five, six, since we've opened and hunted with us every year. Book your hunt today. Head to WobbleoCreekOutfitters.com. That is W-E-A-U-B-L-E-A-U, Wobbolo, located in southwest Missouri for your next turkey or whitetail hunt. Be sure to tell them Beck from the Bend sent you. The hunt is planned, the guide is booked, the trip is blocked off in the calendar, but one huge detail remains, preserving that trophy, creating a memory that will last a lifetime. Little Rack Taxidermy has that fast, friendly service to fulfill your taxidermy in a timely, professional manner. Reach out to Heather with Little Rack Taxidermy through Facebook at Little Rack Taxidermy or send an email to heatherjoe23 at hotmail.com. Little Rack Taxidermy, bringing back the natural look. Shooting ducks, skinning bucks, I'm a hunting princess in a pickup truck. Hey, we've made it through the holidays, and here in 2022, it's time to look forward to using those grills and smokers that you got for Christmas. Don't forget to head over to mickeysmustard.com. That's M-I-C-K-E-Y-S mustard.com. Add a little mustard on your chicken, your turkey, your fish, deviled eggs, smoke it, bake it, toss it, swirl it. You can have Mickey's mustard with just about anything. Check us out for your upcoming spring grilling season. Mickey'sMustard.com. All right, everybody, folks, we have a special guest with us today, Heather Crowey, and you've heard us make comments about her from Little Rack Taxidermy. Well, I don't know if her nose was twitching, if she had an itch, but she, uh, if you remember last week's show, Tigger and I were laughing about going green iguana hunting and thought, you know, here, this gal, she's on top of her game, whether it is hunting, fishing, doing taxidermy work, or you might even just find her in the in the semi-hauling grain or out checking cattle, calving. Heather, so happy you could be with us today. By the way, so if we head to Florida and get ourselves a green iguana, will you do the work for us? Make it a beautiful piece. I will tell you and figure yes. 
Of course, Beck. Yay. Who would want to say no to us? Tigger is sitting here <laughs> tapping my shoulder and he goes, what about this one too? He keeps telling me and I am not for this, but he keeps talking about taking a squirrel, putting a cowboy hat on it, maybe a lariat on it. I don't know what animal he thinks the squirrel is going to rope. He's wondering if you do that for him too. <laughs> yes, I can fix him up a squirrel. Actually, my oldest has one that is drawing back like he would be pulling back a recurve bow so a cowboy hat for tigger would be perfect oh my gosh okay that's that's pretty funny now i'm just in my house in the cabin here trying to think where would i allow him to let this be displayed (laughs) that might be a discussion for him and i to have off air of course (laughs) just like anybody else out there (laughs) amazing how we all kind of have our own ideas of decorating but how did you get into doing taxidermy by the way it's been several years ago and i hate to even date myself i had shot my first ever deer with a compound bow when I was probably 13 years old and a family friend of ours was a taxidermist and he said you know you shoot your first deer I'll mount it for you you know no questions asked you can come help and do that so that was my first exposure and then from there I was always active in agriculture active in wildlife I hunted with my dad I ran a trap line I skinned my own coon sold furs and had come across a muskrat and the went back to my friend and he helped me mount my first animal of my own. Uh, So, you know, now looking as we've moved forward over the years, you've created your business, Little Rack Taxidermy. And just so kind of folks have an understanding like where you're located. I am in West Central Illinois. Well, here's a question for you because Turkey season is right around the corner for many across the country. Spring turkey is is either starting up now or it will be within the next few weeks. What kind of tips could you give our turkey hunters if they are thinking they may want to do a feather mount or something like that? Or there is there anything that from a taxidermist standpoint you'd like them to keep in mind before they bring you, say, the bird in? If someone's interested in having one done and they want to keep the meat, that is absolutely possible. If they're doing a wing mount, a tail mount, a combination of the two, they can always harvest the meat from the animal and get that set. Meat preservation is essential, but caring for that carcass, for the hide, field care is also essential. And we always say more is better. I can always take off extra feathers and do trimmings but once that's removed from the animal I can't put it back on so if you take a wing you want to take it as close to the body as possible same way with the tail come up from the bottom and go up the top I have a few mounts um, of my own and of the boys that they have taken where I've incorporated more of the saddle feathers and the saddle feathers are in front of those tail feathers that come up on the back they're usually more dark, almost black on our Easterns. And I just skin those up and keep those. And then depending upon how the mount is, how much the customer would like to have shown, then I can trim from there. But more is always better. Good tips. Great to know. And actually, uh, you're going to be entering an upcoming state convention contest. And 
What was that? It's in Illinois. What is the name of the convention that's going to be coming up soon? The Illinois Taxidermist Association puts on an annual show and convention. Um, it's a, open to taxidermists in Illinois. Also, there are other taxidermists who attend from other states. There's many seminars that put on, and one of the biggest draws to our show and convention is actually artists showcasing their pieces. Oftentimes, taxidermists will do a piece specific for competition. And keeping my fingers crossed, I'll be able to have one ready to go. And the great thing about the taxidermy industry, our peers are wonderful. Go. So we form a really strong bond within the industry ourselves. And I can't say too many great things about our state association. You give, there's so many people that give and there's so many benefits to be an active. That is really wonderful to hear. And I always love that part of our whole outdoors network that is out there. If you live and work or have fun enjoying the outdoors or taking up a new hobby, even you just showing again how we're all trying to learn together. We're all trying to expand our knowledge and just be able to share our crafts. For those that are in closer to your area, could you kind of give us the details of what are the dates and the in the city state kind of where this convention is going to be taking place in case people are looking for something to get out to go do because really all of these animals that are turned into you know with the taxidermy work are really become pieces of art they're taking our memories and making them a reality something that we can look back and enjoy and appreciate so it, could you share us some of the details of where what and how we can go about visiting the show Absolutely. This year's 2022 convention is going to be held at the Northfield Inn and Suites in Springfield, Illinois. And it is upcoming. It's March 17th through the 20th. And it is also open to the general public. The mounts will be. There will be whitetails. There may be African. There might be antelope. There'll be so much more types of wildlife than what we just see here in West Central Illinois. Terrific. Well, I hope all of us get in the vehicle, get out and appreciate what is being put out there. And if nothing else, it gets us kind of exciting for the upcoming season. And just remember too, folks, if you do or are able to visit the convention, this is a great way for you to interact and visit with these taxidermists and kind of find out a little bit more like how Heather just, you know, shared some tips about turkeys when you're harvesting and things like that so that you're ready for say this fall uh, for your hunts too to be able to preserve those memories absolutely and say we welcome the public there's always artists around to answer questions and even if it's not convention time and you have a question on what you need to do for field care because turkey spring turkey season here is coming up shortly in illinois but also i always put tips out come fall because there's so many new people who get out and enjoy the outdoors, harvest their first year, that don't have any idea what they need to do. Call your local taxidermist, say, hey, I just harvested my first year. Can you help me help you? How do I skin this deer out to make it easy for you? Thanks so much, Heather, for joining us. Folks, those interested in attending the Illinois Taxidermist Association's upcoming convention, head to IllinoisTaxidermist.com for more information. And as for Little Rack Taxidermy and our guest, Heather Crowey, be sure to find and follow her on Facebook at 
Little Rack Taxidermy. Again, that's Little Rack Taxidermy. So a point of, of clarity in regards to the little squirrel this is what this is what I want Heather to do. If you haven't looked this up, it's really it's really neat. You'll you will hate it. It's a rattlesnake that's curled up in the striking position, but then on top of the rattlesnake's head is a little squirrel, and he's a little saddle bronc rider, and he's got a little saddle, and he's marking them out and everything. It's the coolest thing. I want one of those. Dear, please. Oh my gosh, I'm just shaking my, my head. My birthday is past, but oh, I would like back Christmas. to the beginning of the conversation Christmas. when I told Heather I'm not sure it would fit in my decor. Our decor. When we come back, St. Patrick's Day is just around the bend. We've got an Irish spin on a traditional delicacy. How about corned venison versus corned beef this year? What? Hear this easy recipe when we come back. We've all probably been in a situation where we needed to make a phone call and couldn't because we didn't have signal or reception. We couldn't get a text out, a message, nothing. It can be downright scary when it feels like we're cut off from the world and a person needs to be located or we need to locate someone. That's where Atlas Tracks comes in. Atlas Tracks owner, Carolyn Stash. It's called Atlas Tracks. We handle GPS trackers. We recently added safety products, so life rafts and satellite phones and all marine electronics. So it's beacons, safety gear, tracking devices that I can use anywhere? No, absolutely. It's everywhere. I have personal beacons that people take hiking. I take mine skiing. Guys are taking them backcountry in Montana. So I do have people going deer hunting for days. They'll take them on their ATVs. But it's for every outdoor adventure, sport, needing to be located when you're out of cellular range. Head to Atlas Tracks. Dot com. That's tracks with an X. Atlas Tracks. This is Beck. First, I appreciate all of you for listening and making The Bend part of your week. Many of you have asked, how do I catch past episodes? The answer is super easy. Head to thebendshow.com and click on the shows tab. There you can listen to every episode all the way back to episode one. Podcasters, Head to your favorite podcasting app and search The Bend. You'll find us. Be sure to follow and subscribe and never miss another episode again. We've all heard of corned beef for St. Patty's Day. How about changing it up and going with a corned venison roast? Can you and- even do that? Is that even legal <laughs> for all of our Irish friends out there? I'm a quarter Irish. I'm saying it is completely okay. all right. allowed. All right, all right. <laughs> and by the way, for those wanting this for St. Patty's Day, you're going to want to get cracking on it immediately because what I'm sharing with you is the brine recipe to cure a venison roast. You're going to want to have this in the cure for at least five days, and you can even have it up there up to upwards to 10 days, so get cracking on it. All right, here we go. You'll want a three to five pound venison roast thawed, and for the brine, it's super easy. Bring to a low simmer your half gallon of water, a half cup of kosher salt, third cup of white sugar, one tablespoon of infrastructure number one, and once that's dissolved, in order to add that St. Patty's flair or the corned flair, I guess you might want to call it in this venison, you'll want to add in a tablespoon of each, whole black peppercorns, coriander seeds, mustard seeds, some dried thyme, and caraway seeds, plus six bay leaves. Then stir it up and be sure to let this brine 
fully cool in your fridge or outside if it's still cold out there before adding the roast. Add that thawed roast and cover, place it in the fridge for, like I said, a minimum of five days. You can keep it upwards to 10, depending on the size of that roast you ended up going with and making sure once in a while you go out to the fridge and stir that brine a couple of times during this curing process. This will really get the flavors into the roast and break it down. Lastly, a tip for cooking. After you remove the roast from the brine, be sure to pat it dry and then reverse sear it in butter prior to slow roasting it just like you would any other roast. If you have a field update, a topic we should investigate, or have a tale of your own to share, send it this way. Call, text 305-900-BEND, that is 305-900-2363, or email bendradioshow at gmail.com. Social media, we're everywhere there too. Take us and find us on Facebook and Instagram at A with the Circle, The Bend Show. Thank you to my producer and sound engineer, Jeff Tigger Earhart, and to Heather Crowey from Little Rack Taxidermy. Have questions about taxidermy or interest in having your trophy turned into a work of art? Be sure to like and follow Little Rack Taxidermy on Facebook. Quick reminder for y'all, Many 2022 hunting applications are out. Be sure to check with the states you are considering hunting this year. Every state is different and deadlines are approaching for many. As y'all make those new memories now for 2022, be sure to keep sending in those pictures by email and always taking at the Ben show on social media, hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, everything. We want to see and hear those memorable outdoor moments. Missed this episode. Find all our shows on the website, thebendshow.com, and be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Looking forward to the future, booking now 2022 and 2023 events. Change things up and have us, Beck and Tigger, help you with your event. From MCs to entertainment to acting as a host couple, let us make your gathering extra special. Thank you to our partners, Atlas Tracks, Little Rack Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Wolf Auctioneers, Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV, Wobbleo Creek Outfitters, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along. Keep up with me, Beck, all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram, at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner, and remember to catch Beck if you can next week on The Bend. <music>